Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 151 of the Talking the Line podcast on this absolutely beautiful Wednesday of bets, also known as, so you don't have to check your calendar, October 27th, 2021. Forewarning, full disclaimer before we start this show, we might have a special guest. You might have just heard her. It is a Matilda Wednesday. We have the TTL mascot live in primetime. She might jump up. She might be some places. Who knows what she does? We got plenty to get into today in addition to that. But before we do all of that, please take a few moments to smash (laughs) that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. Hey, you are watching on youtube might as well hit that notification bell over yonder as well so you never miss the start of this here live show or any additional ttl crew content dropping like the wise words podcast here today at 12 p.m central standard time but if you are listening on your favorite podcast directory make sure you hit that bad boy there as well that subscribe button because we do release the audio after every live show is complete Next item up on the docket, hey, you can be so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so. You got a couple extra seconds, go ahead and smash that like button too. Leave us a comment, leave us a rating, jump on over yonder in the live chat as well. If you are watching live, maybe hit that share button. Send it on over to all your degenerate pals, your friends, your brothers, your uncles, your sisters, your neighbors, your enemies. It doesn't matter. The TTL pod is for all. The first time better, daily degenerate. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do, and it only helps us make TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, always got to say it. Make sure you go to this episode's description before you do anything else and check out the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us on Episode number 151, once again, so you don't forget, and if maybe you didn't see it down there as well, I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton. Captain Colt, Colt 45, Soroka, whatever you like to call me, I will respond. First things first, you see a new lid perched on top of my dome for the first time. Big shout out to my guy Jeff Benson and Circa Sports. I uh, wanted to rep this on the first live show. I repped it actually yesterday when we recorded episode number eight of Wise Words, but I digress. We'll talk about that later. I've done it too much flabbing already. Big shout out to you guys once again, Circa Sports, Jeff Benson. But I've gone too far. I have 
led this podcast down a road that I have to pull back just real quick because we can get too far down and we forget the guy who walks with us as well. My partner, a man who cashes nothing but tickets, few days here and there he may have a loser, but we ask that you judge us by our losers because we have so few. The man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, TTL resident, cheese head, and South Sider himself, Mr. Riley, R. Mags, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I couldn't be better. It is a beauty of a Wednesday. We had a hell of a, uh, at least a sports entertainment evening. We uh, obviously will get into our best bets, which, uh, you know, a little wheel spinny here, but... Uh, Decent night last night as far as entertainment, World Series, NBA basketball. The Knicks took care of business. Got our Bulls back in action tomorrow. I can't wait for it. And uh, Bulls and Packers on the same night. Uh, rare occurrence for me, and I'm a fucking juice for it. Obviously, there's a, you know, we'll see what the hell's going on. But Live uh, look at Riley Magnus about 8 o'clock tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> basically, basically. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'll see as far as the Packers. We'll see. There's a, you know, yeah, it's getting sketchy. Getting sketchy sure. these days, or for at sure, least this week sure. these days is what I mean as far as who's going to be fucking playing. So we'll correct. see. But uh, the Bulls are back. The Pack are going to be back. So no sweat. Sure enough, uh, World Series action. You saw me uh, throwing it up there as uh, you were talking about all that. Uh, yeah, man. Got a couple of uh, former Cubbies in the World Series. Yeah. Still for the time being. Go Bravos from me. Uh, yeah. They looked terrific last night. Brutal beat for you in that game. You know what? Let's stop talking about it. Let's just be about it. Let's be a full transparency show like we always are. Yeah. Put the damn things up on the screen. What do you right, say? Do it. All right. Yesterday's recap, my friends, quickly, fastly, and in a hurry. Holy shit, there's way too many L's on that screen that I like to associate myself with, so I'm going to keep my face right like this for just a moment. Go ahead. Uh, all that being said, uh, left side of the screen, Mags has some brutal, absolutely brutal beats. Uh, the World Series beat wasn't even my least favorite beat in the night. Yeah, and don't, don't let the 0-2-1 fool you. It was not like he was on the complete wrong side. Westbrook finished with 8 points, and Barrett finished with 10, I believe, but he did yeah. have 8 in the first quarter, so yeah. it looked great. Westbrook, yeah, five assists in the first quarter. Five assists yeah. in the first quarter. And went so. to overtime sitting at eight. Didn't get it. Hey, that, that's gambling, baby. That's gambling, <laughs> he was, baby. Took over the entire overtime and didn't so, pass hey, the ball once. What I see is just your sacrifices yeah. for the first show yeah. back. Yeah. That was our first show yeah. back. We needed to sacrifice a little bit. Here we go. Now, above us, I'm going to stay off the ice for the time being. My promise to you. We had a conversation with our uh, our guest for Wise Words episode number eight. You know I shamelessly plug it every single Wednesday show. Uh, we had a, 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 a stay with what you know. Don't try and right. uh, do stuff you don't know. And I'm not saying I don't know hockey. I love hockey, but maybe there's a few things I don't know. And I go 3-0, and oh, and then I try to play the same trends, and I go 0-3. Oh, so I got a lot of work to do on that end. So I'm not going to be dishing out too many NHL plays unless I see crazy value. But... I am diving deep into NBA because 2-0 yesterday, my friends. I love what I'm seeing. I love our plays today, both mm -hmm. yours, mine, mm -hmm. our special play. Cannot wait. Talk about that in a minute. Our special play yesterday, speaking of, the Tufa Tuesday Parlay. Uh, brutal beat. That was my fault once again. I uh, convinced partners to throw the penguins on there. I was very confident. The bolts ended up showing up finally for the first time. So, in fairness, I probably would have, uh, if we took one of mine, it wouldn't have mattered. I probably would have advocated for one of those player props. No. So, hey, it wouldn't have mattered. Either way, another special play sacrifice. Rest of the week, partner, they're all getting to the oh, fucking yeah, window. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, last but not least, 
the dice had to have their sacrifice too. Mm-hmm. Owen two on mm-hmm. the day Spurs money line mm-hmm. and the under. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely brutal. Went to overtime and uh, looked good for your Russ assist as well. Yeah. But man, just brutal Rough. all across the board. So I tell you what, get those the fuck out of here, hey. Dogs are going to overtime and dying, much like the old saying goes. Mind of a goldfish. Mind of a goldfish. Mind though. of a goldfish. Sacrifices. We ain't as worried you said. about it. Sacrifices. That is the name of the game. And we're ready to rock and roll again. So no worries, no problem, no harm, no foul. It's time to get into yet another show, another loaded episode of nothing but picks, insights, analysis, everything in between. Uh, We got uh, quite a few things to bring to you guys today. Mags has two best bets. Two best bets. He's got them both out of one game. He's Mm -hmm. taking the spread and the total. I got one coming at you today as well. I'm just going super light, but I am extremely confident in this play. And then Wednesday, if you ain't been around before, you're just a newcomer of the DTL pod. Wednesday, Warrior, baby. Much as two for Tuesday is Mag's special play, Wednesday, Warrior is my special play, baby. I love it. I live it. I eat it. I breathe it. And we're bringing back a familiar friend for today's Wednesday, Warrior. Maybe if you knew us before... This team frequented Wednesday's yeah. special play we had last a, year. Yeah, we had a couple and uh, yeah, a couple teams last year, and this is one that uh, I love backing. I love watching. Yeah. I love this team again this year, so yeah. I'm excited, man. Most def, and then also alongside on Wednesdays because you know there's not a whole lot of value on a straight bet. We got to give you a little extra juicy, mm-hmm. just a little something, something to go right. So we also created the Wednesday parlay pop off. So we take one of my picks, we take one of Mag's picks, and we take the Wednesday Warrior parlay those bad boys together. You're gonna have to wait, stick around for me to tell you, but I will tell you, plus six oh two odds, yeah. and maybe even plus six thirty two odds, depending on what sports book you use, ah. either FanDuel or DraftKings. So there you go. Coming up there, we'll recap all of that for you. Of course, we won't leave you out in the cold. If you miss anything, you miss any analysis, you tune in late, of course. And then we will uh, get all that out of here, and we'll start the second half of the show. A little RMAG sidebar, a little bit of banter, a little bit of uh, TTL announcements, my motivation minutes. But before all of that, the cubicle objects, oh, yeah. the all-knowing, the ever-present, all-powerful money line dice will be making their appearance here. They are going to right the ship, if you will. No more nonsense, no more 0-2 days, no 0 for days at all. They're ready to rock and roll. They're going to the matchup between the Heat and the Nets tonight. So you stay tuned, get ready for them to make their appearance. They are here live on set, so don't Beauties. you worry. All right, all that being said, my friends... Anything I missed, partner? Any late breaking news before we put it away just for the time being before we get into the second half of today's show? Uh, you know, we could save it for the second half. Nothing, uh, nothing jump out and cut the show off. Nothing earth shattering no. for sure. So, all right. Whoa, 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 whoa. There is one final mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. What are we? Come on. To me, to you, to all you beautiful oh. people sipping the black elixir of the gods on this gorgeous, gorgeous. Wednesday of bets. Take your sip and let's get the fuck on with this thing. It's a beauty. Another beauty of a clink there. Woo! Woo! Mm. Did you get some of this morning? Oh, I got a nice little witch's brew going. Oh, I, I got I, this. Our thing was already a witch's brew. It's okay. two types of coffee. Okay. You got three types of coffee. All right. Can dig that for sure. Oh, goodness sakes, all Friday. Yep, we're, we're going to have to come back to that a few oh, times. We're going to have to come back to that one a couple times. All that being said, my friends. Cut all the nonsense, cut all the drama, quit all the banter. You could go to every other sports media outlet and get well for the time being. And even when we get to the end of it, it's not even anything close to anything like anybody else does. But for now, 
it's time for the Stone Cold Picks, Locks, Insights, Analysis, the real reason you come to the TTL pod and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. Without further ado, let's kick things off. Segment number one of the day, partner. Our mags best bets of the day. He's got two coming at you, coming out of one game. Lots of knowledge, lots of insights, lots of analysis. Enough for me. I digress. Partner, you have the floor. I appreciate you, my man. As you mentioned, I've got two plays coming out of one game in the NBA tonight. You actually said spread. It's money line that I've got and the total. So we're going to the Pacers at the Toronto Raptors. And I am going for the Toronto Raptors money line. And I'm taking the over in this matchup over 218. Uh Uh-huh. I truly believe the Raptors are just the better team in this matchup, even without Pascal Siakam. Once they get him back in a few weeks, obviously they'll be a much better team. But even without him, I think they have the edge in this matchup. And really for me, the X factor in both of these plays, partner, is the Indiana Pacers defense and the lack thereof of said defense. Sure. I know this Raptors offensive number, the Raptors offensive numbers don't look great so far, but they've played some teams that uh, so far are looking like top 10 potential defenses in the NBA. And the Pacers ain't the uh, ain't the uh, team to fit that bill there so i think they're gonna be excited to play at home uh at home against this bad defense and the raptors started to gain a little momentum at the end of the game against our bulls on i believe it was monday sunday or monday night. i think it was monday night monday, yep. and i think they continue that in this game here so i really think they've got the edge here uh toronto's defense has been playing well enough to hold down the pacers offense which has been a little inconsistent uh they are at least as far as an identity they are scoring points but it's not so much an efficient scoring output there so i love the raptors to get it done and as far as the over i like the over 218 quite a bit here again lack of uh, the defense on the indie side of things i think that's going to go over they have been a two and two to the over team but one of their uh unders was by what's that i'm just a oh, okay so <laughs> <laughs> one of their unders was by one point and i'm it fucking was... slap happy man i'm just so glad to be back on the fucking <laughs> no, so next to your ass i, I love you guys appreciate you being here i know Keep it rocking coffee's flowing so. through you i can tell <laughs> i'm a fucking goon <laughs> so two and two are the pacers to the over this season however one of those unders was a one point under finish and a 229 total against Milwaukee Bucks and another one was against Miami who we'll talk about in a little bit who has in my opinion the best defense in the entire NBA the two overs were totals of one for the final totals not the actual like uh game closing total the final total of the games were 145 and 169 so they like I said they're putting up points it's not so such efficient efficient offense as it is uh you know just bad defensive uh matchups on both sides of things so I really think uh Toronto's offense is going to look much better tonight they've got some guys that were really you know they've been a little inconsistent like I said playing these defenses Trent Jr. is starting to heat up. Fred Van Fleet was starting to heat up against the Bulls. I really think they bring some firepower into this matchup and take care of both of the over. Uh, with the Raptors obviously winning and pushing this over, but the Pacers will uh, pace themselves into this over, mm, no pun intended as well. will. Last couple things here as far as some trends. Over is 5-2 and two between these two teams. The last seven matchups between the two okay. and the Pacers, 7-0 and oh to the over following a double-digit home loss okay so they're going on the road here to toronto okay one thing that i mentioned Scotia bank um, arena scotia bank arena raptors if you look oh like last 10 games raptors as a home team to the ats have been bad mm-hmm. but what i mentioned in my futures blog about the raptors i took the raptors over win total they did not play at scotia bank arena last year they played in tampa bay so that number is completely false and fugazi 
rough start so far this year, but they have been yeah. playing some solid, solid teams. And I don't believe the Pacers are uh, on the same level as the Raptors here. So give me the money line and the over 218 partner. There you go, Armags. One and two lone plays of the day. And, uh, hey, I think that uh, these Raptors have a lot to prove mm-hmm. yet. I think that they are, even without Pascal Siakam, yeah. I think it's going to be just fine. In my mind, too, the Pacers, man. The Pacers just seem like such a mess. Yeah. And it's new coach still new figuring coach, things out. They they were getting chippy with the Bucks, and it just you know it just they don't look like a good team. Even though they're the same exact guys for the most part. I mean, you mm-hmm. still got Jeremy Lamb. You still mm-hmm. got uh, Demonis Sabonis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they still got the same guys, but they just they don't, don't have they don't really like have an identity. Team. No, yeah. no, no, hey, no identity. There you go. Perfect. No identity. No kind of culture. A terrible defense. No, yeah, terrible <laughs> fucking defense. So hey, partner. I am all over the Raptors money line with you. I didn't know those trends for the over, so might just have to back you on that one as well. Told you I was going to be a little safe, but might just have to hammer that one in. If you are hammering those two in, we'll tell you about them here again. I'm not going to tell you them again. You should have listened up. We'll put them back on the screen soon. (laughs) All right. Anything else you need to drop down, my guy? No, sir. That's about all I got. I appreciate you and your picks as always. Second segment of the day for the day. The Bears. Are in a. Re- I gotta go. You want to talk about that real quick? Real quick. This is bad, boys. We we we. Oh, are, I was kidding, but <laughs> we are going to put a pin in that for now because it just came in my head as I as I said, duh. Uh, we will talk about that into the show because I got some things I need to get off my chest okay. as always. So okay. s- stick a pin in it. We'll come back because. That's why everything just kind of. My life just flashed before my eyes live on this show as the bears came into my head. So. Let's talk about second segment of the day. I know I did. I can't believe it. (laughs) Second segment of the day. My best bets for October 27, 2021. Hey, I only got one coming at you today, but I am sticking in the NBA as well. Not going to mess around with any NHL. I might do a little something with the MLB later, but nothing as of yet. Want some props and some other numbers to kind of come out. As far as my lone NBA play of the day, I'm going to the matchup between the Sacramento Kings and the Phoenix Suns. I'm taking the Sacramento Kings plus seven and a half or plus eight and a half, wherever you're finding them. I think it's pretty holding or it's holding pretty steady now mm-hmm. at uh, seven and a half across all major books. Why do I like the Kings so much with this many points? Because it is way too many points and the Suns are being really, really, really overvalued. The Suns, you said it to me off the show, partner, and I had actually wrote it down. Is this kind of a championship hangover? The Suns just really don't look like they did last year. I'm not saying they're a bad team by any means, but they just have not handled business in the way they did last year to start this season. Not to mention, I fucking love the Kings as dogs Mm -hmm. last year, and I love them even more as dogs this year because they are a team of dogs. D-A-W-G-S, my (laughs) friends. They have the absolute perfect lineup that matches up uh with the suns yep. uh with uh Rishon holmes it is right and then mm-hmm. harrison barnes mo harkless uh fox darren fox darren fox and then uh tyrese halliburton all four of those or five of those guys match up perfectly with the Suns starting five not to mention my personal favorite i didn't even realize he was coming off the bench yep davion mitchell yep. fucking dog last year with baylor we all know what baylor did in the march madness tournament now he comes into sacramento and anybody he needs to be clamps mcclamperson on yep they put him on it and it is game over if you are worried about d book don't be at all because i guarantee you if things start going south they'll say hey davion go shut him the fuck down yep. please and thank you so i'm not worried about all all of that i think the 
the defense of the Sacramento Kings. I almost said the Suns defense. I didn't want to say that wrong. The <laughs> defense of the Sacramento Kings is going to be the deciding factor here tonight, honestly, in my opinion. And I think it's going to go back and forth. Um, last but certainly not least, these teams have had some good rest. Um, they haven't played since the weekend, both of the teams. Correct. Um, but I don't really think that you need to read too much into that. Um, I don't really think that you need to read too much into the fact that it's in Phoenix either. They're both West Coast teams, same time zone. It's not going to be anything too crazy. So I don't think you got to worry about any of that too much, any of those outstanding factors, if you were kind of questioning that in your noggin. All that being said, you know I never come to this here gunfight without a few bullets loaded in the chamber. Trends for you, my friends. Sacramento Kings 4-0 ATS last four road games. 36-17 ATS their last 53 as a road underdog. Sacramento Kings are also 6-2-1 ATS their last nine following a straight-up loss. Great bounce back team against the number. The Suns are 0 6 ATS, their last six after scoring 100 plus in their previous game. And they're also 1 6 ATS, their last seven overall. Can you say championship hangover? Not to mention, Kings are 4 2 ATS, the last six meetings overall, and 2 0 ATS, the last two meetings in Phoenix. Those were 2020 and 2021. I kind of threw out some of the further back historical games because they were pretty far in the past 17, 18, 19, and Totally different Suns mm -hmm. teams, totally different Kings teams. I think you need to look at what's happening right here, right now, and how damn good this Sacramento Kings team has started. Even though they're one and two, I think that they could very easily be two and one or three and oh yep. with a few key plays here or there. So hey, I'm taking all of the points. Might even by you know, three, four o'clock have a little sprinkle on the money line. But for right now on the show, don't worry about that. Take with confidence. The Sacramento Kings plus seven and a half. I'm right there with you, my man. I love what you said at the end there because I also believe I might be sprinkled the money line. I could see them winning this outright. Mm. Uh, obviously, a smaller sprinkle because the Suns are still a solid team. But I mean, we you know we were talking off the show. Uh, the Suns opened up as six, seven point favorites over the Nuggets, and we were like, oh, that seems like a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, we stayed away from it. I do believe maybe we uh, might have sprinkled on the Nuggets. I don't remember, but. Uh, the Nuggets came out and beat them by 12 points, uh, you know, a 12 point outright. So we were, and I said to you today, I think the books were right to undervalue the Nuggets because the Nuggets since then have not looked great. Definitely. But I think they were overvaluing the Suns. And I don't know if it's championship hangovers or starting slow. They've had turmoil with their ownership. And obviously, Monty Williams said, we're going to plow through that. We're not paying attention to that. But sure. They've had some bad uh, bad losses, 30-point loss over the weekend to the Blazers, who also have not looked good. I think that's no. their only win as well. So I like the Kings a lot in the spot, my man. I'm a big, big fan of Davion Mitchell. You nailed that on the head. He is a dog and a half. Yeah, I love this team. I love this Kings team. And, you know, for them to maybe sneakily make a playoff run would not be something that I would not be enjoying seeing. Okay. Don't uh, sign me up. You know, <laughs> sign me up, maybe. Uh, who knows? Wait, maybe, maybe I put There's a little a mind twister there. Yeah, I know. I mind twister. <laughs> uh, I'm having trouble with the old words here today. Uh, Sacramento Kings plus seven and a half. Yeah, there you go. Uh, quit trying to throw extra words in there. Yeah. You throw extra words in there. It's all over the map. Just keep it fucking moving. Keep it grooving. All right. Hey, I told you I only had one. It's my lone play of the day. Sacramento Kings plus seven and a half. Max gave you his two. We'll recap them all here in a minute. But first things first, the special play of the day. I told you already, but I'll tell you again. 
It's the third segment of the day, the Wednesday Warrior, baby. Now, if you are not familiar, this is a team that consistently battles maybe a team full of dogs. Mm -hmm. We try and target those teams because those are kind of the teams that excel against the spread and specifically when they're underdogs against the spread and they shouldn't be and they consistently get it done over and over and over and over and over. Shout out Beast Mode and over again. So I believe that this team here today is going to do just that exact thing once again. So without further ado, our Wednesday Warrior, a familiar face if you have been here for this segment before, we are taking the Memphis Grizzlies plus two and a half. Our guy Ja and the rest of that squad, we cannot wait to finally uh, dive deep into one of their games and watch them full. Because mm-hmm. I, I told you off the show, partner, I haven't uh, I haven't watched an entire one in yeah. full, but I absolutely love this value we're getting on this one. And to be able to uh, dive in for a full four quarters of a Memphis Grizzly game, sign me up. Yeah, I'm right there with you. So I will digress just a bit, my friend. Mm-hmm. I will let you kick things okay. off. Here's some things you're key looking at. I'll segue as always and drop down my trends as I always do. So without uh, any further ado, as always, my friend, you got the floor once again. All righty. I appreciate you. So, you know, this team, this Grizzlies team, man, when you think about both these teams, actually, you think about the Blazers, you think about high scoring offense, and that's not, uh, you know, that's kind of sticking true. They're 10th uh, in points per game, but this Grizzlies offense, my friends, is Number one in the league so far in points per game. And number one in offensive efficiency. It is a very solid scoring attack. Their defense has been a little... Both of these teams' defense. I mean, Portland is still exactly the same Portland team that they have been the last few years. Their defense is bad. And the Grizzlies' defense hasn't been great. They've played against some uh, highly scoring offenses. They'll be without Dylan Brooks here for a few weeks. They'll get him back, and that defense will uh, you know, get back into a nice groove. But they're sacrificing a little defense for some really solid offense, some fast-paced offense they're number one uh defensive rebounds number six offensive rebounds getting those second chance points getting the defensive rebounds and getting those fast break opportunities they're top 10 in fast break opportunities i think they win this game outright partner they're just a more deeper team when you think of the blazers you obviously think of damian Lillard, cj mccollum but John Morant is uh, right, you know, quick, fastly approaching their type of status. And beyond John Morant, the Grizzlies are just a deeper team. The Blazers are not a good team once you get past those two guys. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to see it here tonight. The addition of Steven Adams. I mentioned those rebounding numbers. A lot of that falls on his shoulders. He has been a really solid addition to this team, getting them, obviously, like I said, those second chance points and those fast break opportunities. So lay us down some trends or anything else you got because... I could go on and on for this on for days about this team, man. I believe, uh, am I blanking or yeah, they were one of my other teams that I took as far as my futures for over. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, <laughs> I know yeah, that yeah, off the top did, of my I'm head. I'm pretty but... sure they were 150. <laughs> no, they were. Yeah. They absolutely were. Uh, yeah, I love the Grizzlies in this spot. Not much else I can say um, other than really, I think that what it boils down to, outside of everything that you said, is that the Grizzlies offense is just a little bit better uh, just in general all across right. the board. You mentioned some of the efficiency stats, but just really broken down. I mean, first in points per game, second in field goal, third in three-point percent. Yeah. And really, you look and the old Trailblazers, <laughs> their defense is still not good yeah. at all. So I think that's going to be the big Big key here is that uh, the Grizzlies should not be an underdog. They're going to take care of this, win it outright, but mm-hmm. we'll take the two and a half points regardless because I do believe that it is a little bit more value just in case any funny business because 
You know I always bring the trends. Memphis, 11-4 ATS, last 15 Wednesday games. They're also 9-4 ATS, their last 13 as a road underdog. The Grizzlies are 15-7 ATS, their last 22 games versus a team with a losing straight-up record. The Blazers, 4-9 ATS, last 13 as a home favorite. 2-5 ATS, last 7 on one-day rest. And Portland, 2-5 ATS, last 7 versus a team with a winning straight-up record. Give us all of the Memphis Grizzlies here, plus two and a half for our Wednesday Warrior special play. Special play number one, Mm -hmm. because for segment number four, we have special play number two. And that is, if you didn't hear it already, the Wednesday Parlay Pop-Off, my friends. All right, it is that time yet again for the second special play of every single Wednesday where we take one of my plays, one of Mag's plays, and the aforementioned Wednesday Warrior, which you now know is the Memphis Grizzlies plus two and a half. So, three legs on this bad boy. Once again, Memphis Grizzlies plus two and a half. Sacramento Kings plus seven and a half and the Toronto Raptors money line you parlay those three bad boys up you're going to get around right at six to one odds beautiful payout mm-hmm. my friends you know what it does there little uh twenty dollar when you little 120 mm-hmm. holla you Baby. know nothing too bad, Not bad whatsoever so lay it on down give yourself a little bit of a sprinkle let's get after it let's get two special plays to the pay window yeah most definitely all right and i want to double check because i don't think that was the correct math in my noggin as well for as uh, far as 120 yeah as far as 120 as far as profit that is correct if it's talking the 20 dollars laid down and the payout it'd be 140 uh is it yes it is you are right all right cool I just wanted to make sure it didn't sound right in my noggin, but I got it the sure math was. in my noggin, dog. Uh, hey, you know me live <laughs> on the show. I can't do math worth a shit. All right, there you go. There you have it. The Wednesday yeah, parlay pop off. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> been, oh yeah, great, awesome, perfect, sounds good. All right, there you go. There you have it. One, two, three, and four segments. All of our best bets, picks, props, everything in between. Right at thirty minutes. Now thirty-one. Just rolled over. It's time now. To rip out those sports books, get out your pens and paper. If you do not have them handy, or maybe you're not in a legalized betting set, state, mobile betting, betting state, if you will, maybe you're almost there. We'll send in the good vibes for you. We'll keep hammering in legal for you so we can continue yeah. to get you legal, all right? But for now, get everything out that you need to get today's best bets hammered in and get ready. For the TTL Crew's best bets of the day for October 27, 2021. Now live on your screen for the first time officially. Live from the Scotia Bank Arena in beautiful Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Ontario, Canada. Ontario. Sorry, uh, no, you there, could, I liked it. <laughs> Ontario, Canada. Ontario. There you go. So I, I want to be a true friend to mm. our friends up there in the Great White North, you know. But Ontario, either way. Eh? Ontario way, eh? but either way, the TTL Crew's best bets of the day we have on the left side of your screen. Very top are Mag's picks. He's got two coming at you at a one game. He's taking the Toronto Raptors money line and the Pacers versus Raptors over 217 and a half. Again, whatever the best line is on that total right now. My best bet, I am taking only one, the Sacramento Kings plus seven and a half against the Phoenix Suns. 
our Wednesday Warrior special play right next to us, right over yonder, the Memphis Grizzlies, plus two and a half, and above us, you see it, the Wednesday parlay pop-off for a little extra juice, baby, the Kings, plus seven and a half, the Raptors money line, and the Memphis Grizzlies, plus two and a half. Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. As I've already said, make sure you get today's best bets of the day from the TTL crew in it. Whatever the best line is on your favorite sports book. Okay. Hell of a show. Hell of a show. <laughs> uh, we got Hell a second half to keep rocking and rolling here. Right to our uh this would be our left on screen our right somewhere in that direction i'm pointing to the right but looking left either way money line dice roll of the day is the last segment up here on tap but nothing else from us nothing else we got going on so i already told you let me get it live up here on the screen money line dice roll of the day we're going to the matchup or the dice are going to the matchup not we okay. dice are going to the matchup between the but miami heat and the brooklyn nets correct so, I figured out what the problem was. Uh-huh. User error, we'll say. We'll just yeah. say user yeah. error yeah. as okay. far as additional uh, viewing quality for you fine folks out there. So, as I get everything ready, mm -hmm. I do believe I have figured the issue out. Okay. I will get everything rocking and rolling on this end. I will get our wonderful cubicle guests out live in prime time. Mm -hmm. And then I will be back to see you and you in just a few moments. All right. So, take it away. We've got on tonight's slate a game that I'm actually really excited to watch. We've got the Miami Heat at the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn is the home team in this matchup, and the Nets are laying four points at home with the uh, Heat obviously coming out as the four-point dogs. Total is 218, 218 and a half on different books. So it depends on what you're finding it at. The Heat are right around 150 dogs. The Nets right around 165. Favorites on the money line. Looks like we've got some uh, bets and money uh, coming in on the Heat. 79% of bets on the Heat, but 65% of money. So a little bit bigger money coming in on the Nets. As far as the total is concerned, the over is the uh, popular. Excuse me, the popular side so far. 65% of bets on the over. 61% uh, of money. So I am not sure how I feel about the total. I'm also kind of torn on this game, and that's obviously why we came here, because I mentioned earlier this Miami Heat defense, in my opinion, and some of the metrics would say that they already have been, but I think they are the number one defensive team in the league. So far, they are holding teams to 95.7 points per game. That is number one in the league. 39.3 field goal percentage per game. That is also number one in the league. So this Miami defense has been very stingy and an offense that kind of just does enough to get the job done. They are middle of the pack. Uh, I should say more than enough uh, because their offense is solid. It's obvious, it's not jumping off the page at you, but it's doing what it needs to do given what the defense is doing. And this Brooklyn Nets team has been a little shaky to start things, obviously compared to what we think they are. And I still think they are going to be the team to represent the East in the NBA Finals, but they are 2-2 two and two straight up. And they've had a little bit of a choppy start, a couple losses. Uh, one to Milwaukee on opening night that was looking pretty rough and then another one to the Charlotte Hornets and then they also had a huge comeback win over the 76ers which yeah I obviously maybe it's because we had the Sixers but I feel like they should not have won that game and then they obviously took care of business two nights ago against the Wizards 104 to 90 so you could say that they might be getting things rolling and their defense has actually been a bit better than their, their offense has so far this year so really what it comes down to, if their offense comes out what it has been, 
and Miami's defense comes out like it has been, then, uh, you know, it might be a time for the away dog to take care of things here today. Are we rocking and rolling almost here, partner, or are we struggling? We're not bad. Yeah, don't don't rush through your words so fast. Just a, just a little bit slower. I think we should have it. It's just glitching right now. Uh-huh. So I think one more attempt. If I don't get it, then I get it on out of here. We'll keep it rocking. So All right. be right back. No sweat. sweat. No sweat. So the Brooklyn Nets are actually 4-0 to the under so far this year. Like I said, their defense has been actually pretty decent. A little bit middle of the pack, but their offense hasn't been great. 104.3 points per game on offense. 23rd in the league as far as offensive points per game. 3.14 percent excuse me, 14th in the league at 34.3%. Excuse me. So the under could be the play here with Miami as a 2-1 and one to the under team in that defense. Uh, so it's really a question of can Kevin Durant and this offense keep things rolling against this stingy defense because the Heat have so many good defenders. They have Bam Adebayo, P.J. Tucker, Jimmy Butler, who uh, obviously is their most important scorer, also can do things on the defensive end. Uh, Kyle Lowry is bringing some nice heat for him, no pun intended there. But uh, I am uh, thinking that the heat might be back. I don't think they were bubble frauds like a lot of people said last year. I've been uh, a big advocate of last year for the Heat and Lakers coming off that short off season being a huge reason why they struggled last year. One final try. Okay. Uh, being a huge reason why they struggled last year. They finally got their rest, and they are finally getting healthy, and they are looking like a real, real deal. Jimmy Butler put up 36 points uh, in their win. Let's fucking go. The other night, let's go. Let's I was running out go. of gas, guy. I know you were. I know you were <laughs> scrambling, and I gas. appreciate you. I appreciate every fucking minute of you. So, all right, here's what we're going to do now. We're going to minimize you. We're going to take you away. All right, so as always, hey partner, ho, there's... Hey there's your drill. Now, what I got to do over here real quick. Now, you fine folks, just act like you're never going to, uh, you didn't see any of this, you didn't know any of it, you just, you didn't know anything that's going on, right? That's that's exactly uh, what what, hey, what the drill is. So, let's see here. <laughs> what was that? Uh, was, uh, Coach Q. Joe, uh, yeah. Coach Q uh, nonsense, yeah. Right. Potential nonsense, quirk, who knows? Quirk, quirk, Guess quirk, I could have cut a promo while I was running out of gas. Yeah, there. dude, you could have cut that. a fucking promo for Moneyline Dice, too. What are you doing? All right, here we go. Here. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. But here we go for the first time, now live in prime time. Let me get them out. Uh, our money line dice, or our, our friends, the money line dice. They have all five dice you were about to see live in prime time. You will never have to stress about another bet again. Now, they just had to have a little bit of a sacrifice, if you will. But what I will also tell you, my friends, is that for every sacrifice they may have, they have a winning day that backs them right up. So without further ado... Please welcome in. Oh my goodness, the money line dice. Oh yeah, welcome in dice. Welcome, welcome in dice. dice. Welcome How back. are you? Great to see you. All right, my friend. So you know the drill. You know everything. Rocking and rolling. Uh, we have home away. We have this is how we usually do it. Home away. Uh, money line ATS, and then that is the wild card die that we were talking about yesterday. So. Um, We'll do it the same way that we always have. Home, away, first roll. Second roll, we'll go money line ATS. And then the third roll, we will just do a wild card roll. So, all that being said, let me scoop those bad boys up. Let me move this bad boy just back a tiny bit. Get that sucker out of here for now. And the first roll of the day. Here we go, dice. Are we taking the home team? Brooklyn Nets. Are we taking the away team Miami Heat? The dice will soon tell us in three, in two, in one. Miami Heat. 
the away road team, team heat. Miami Heat. But we did do a double roll yesterday, so that uh, is not quite locked in yet. Here we go. Are we going money line or ATS? We all find out in three, in two, in one. Hey, not bad. Not bad at all. Yes. Okay. A little ATS. So, so for the time being, Heat plus four. Now the wild card roll where the dice say, we know what we're talking about. Do not question us. Hammer it in right now. Maybe run in the opposite direction. We need to re-roll. Sorry, we fucked up. Or they're just going to say, hey, forget all of that. We need to give you an extra ticket to cash too. Over, under, whatever the current total is. 218, 216 and a half. 218 and a half? 218 and a half. All right. There we have it. The wild card roll in three, in two, in one. Under. Oh, I'm going to tell you right now, I do like both of these plays quite a bit. Uh, now that they're right in front of my face. I love all of them quite a bit <laughs> as well. I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in, dice. The dice have spoken. If you want a guaranteed take two tickets two tickets two tickets to the window tonight no questions qualms or quarries lock in right now on your favorite sports book miami heat plus four and under 218 and a half Whew. thank you dice thank you dice what a showing look Beautiful. at those fellas hey one more time See if I can get the uh, little old, bit of an action uh, here. Translucent. Yeah, you can kind of yeah, you can kind of see it right on the uh, uh, right on the edge. Eh? you guys get a little bit of uh, behind the scenes mixer in the shot there as uh, well. Sure. Uh, so all of that being said, if you want your own money line dice, you want to roll with us. You don't want to uh, trust the cruise dice and us. You want to get your own dice. Get your own synergy rocking with the cubicle objects that be. Head on over to MoneyLineDice.com. We actually put that link in this episode's description along with our discount code. Uh, you can put anything in your cart you want. No merchandise is off limits on MoneyLineDice.com. Offer code TTL10. Enter that in at checkout, TTL10, and you will get 10% off your first order at MoneyLineDice.com. They got these dice. They got a tracking book. They got an MMA scorecard for you fight junkies like me out there. They got some sweet merch. They got everything you need to start cashing tickets and keeping track of it as well so hey head on over to moneyline dice code ttl10 at checkout get 10 percent off your first order lock it in for today miami heat plus four under 218 and a half oh, i love it thank you dice thank you dice okay that does it officially for the first time uh yes yeah, so user error was correct as exactly as anticipated uh i was correct in saying that but at the same time I will also tell you that um, it was not user error that the doggone thing glitches from time to time. So, Oh, not, most definitely. Yeah, so, most definitely. you know, hey, we, we, we battled through. We got the dice on screen, and the dice gave us some solid fucking picks, right. if I do say so most myself. Definitely. So, all that being said, my friends, they are away. Thank you so much, Dice. We did not thank you for your presence yesterday. Have a spectacular rest of your day. See you later. Okay, let me take this stuff off the screen. Now. It's time to slow things down just a mm -hmm. bit. We got about another 15 minutes or so of the show, maybe a little bit over. You know you should always hammer in the over if of you're course. hanging out here with of the TTL crew. All that being said, first things first. Barner, anything burner on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 151 on this absolutely beautiful October 27th, 2021. 
All right, we'll have this conversation first, and then we can dive into some NFL news, and that'll segue into your Bears because that'll be the last piece of news there. But Yeehaw. as far as the NBA season so far through about a week or so, uh, it does appear that home dogs ain't worth a shit in the NBA either, partner. 5-14 and 14 ATS are home dogs in the NBA so far this year. Wow. That makes no sense because it's the same thing with the NFL. Right. That makes zero sense. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Home favorites only eighteen and seventeen. It's really the away favorites fourteen and five. Cool. So they've been undervaluing okay. these good teams on the road, right? So I mean, that's what kind of what we saw last night with the lake. Some of it's been maybe stuff. overvaluing home court advantage. Yes. Well, that's like yeah. now second full year mm-hmm. out of COVID, mm-hmm. no bubble. Maybe they're just really overvaluing yeah. that because maybe. Because even we talked about it with Consig, like in the NFL, like maybe home field's not even like worth two points, not a point, much. half a point. Well, NBA's obviously, yeah, it's a different type. It's same conversation, different specifics. I mean, the NFL, you have so many teams getting better with silent counts, this and that. So I think that's what that might have something to do with. And, you know, I, I, there's a few NBA home courts like Madison Square Garden has been a madhouse. United Center has been a madhouse. And some of these other NBA arenas just don't have that buzz right now. And no. I think that's part of it to where it, like the Bulls went in Toronto, to Toronto the other night. And, you know, the Scotiabank Arena, I, uh, that's not any part of my analysis or where I played today, but the Scotiabank Arena was not really uh, rocking whatsoever as far as that play, uh, Bulls and Raptors game goes. So I think that's kind of what we're seeing around the league. Home teams in general, 23-31 ATS. Away teams, 31-23. Obviously, favorites, 32-22. and 22. Uh, Dogs, 22-32. and 32. Uh, what, are, what are home dogs straight up? Straight up home dogs, 4-16. and 4-16. and 16. So hopefully we're going to have the uh, Raptors flip on over to favorites by yeah. uh, game time. Sure. There, which they have on a few books. They flip to uh, minus a half, which I really liked. So if they stick there, absolutely. But uh, digging your own grave over there talking about ah. home dogs. Yeah, the lines have been flipping there. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. Uh, as far as over-under, it is, uh, let's see, non-overtime games, 31-18 and 18 to the under so far in the NBA season. Obviously, 4-1 and one to the over on overtime games. Only one game that's gone to overtime has stayed under. Uh, so 32-22 and 22 to the under so far in this NBA season. Okay. Is that, uh, that all you got there? That is about all I got. I just, I mean, the, the home dogs update. was probably the biggest uh, glaring. Like, hey, maybe home, like kind of what we said, home advantage doesn't mean shit. People are undervaluing, uh, books are undervaluing these good teams on the road. Um, and, you know, I think we could see that again tonight because it uh, kind of took us away from a play without seeing this number. We were interested in the Magic at home plus the five and a half. But mm. I think that's another one that fits right into that spot where home field, their home court advantage, I don't think means a damn thing. But at the same time, I don't uh, have enough faith in Charlotte to Too cover five, five and, and a half. half. Yeah. So I'm going to stay away from 100%. that one as well. There's just a lot of those that are going on. And uh, yeah, I- I don't know. I, it makes me a little bit That's worried. That's why I'm dipping uh, my eye, and I think you too. It's kind of why we're just dipping our toe into the NBA here until just a few waiting little for spots. Some things yeah, there's, to, there's no reason to get absolutely yeah, crazy. There's, waiting there's for some no things reason. to iron out. Absolutely. Now, uh, I thought you said you had something else segue into and then segue into my bears. Sure, sure. So okay. just the NFL update. That's why, that's why I was wondering. I thought you were just going to keep segueing oh. right along. Oh, right there, my so. bad. Yeah. Uh, so Baker, Baker Mayfield could play on Sunday. 
Very uh, possible. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like they should just wait for him. Yeah, probably. Uh, Evan Ingram, absent from practice, whatever. Uh, Sterling Shepard, warming up before practice. Rob on excuse me. Robbie on Howie. Rob Gronkowski uh, returns to practice. Okay. Uh, return to practice Wednesday. Could right. play on Sunday as well. Dak Prescott limited to drills. I feel like they're just kind of uh, doing some smoke shield there. I think he's going to be fine for yeah. Sunday night against yeah. the Vikings. Uh, Nick Chubb, hopeful for Sunday. Saquon Barkley, possible return to practice. Probably not going to see him. I believe that's a Monday night game, but probably not going to see him. Antonio Brown not practicing, using a crutch to walk right now. His ankle is busted up, isn't practicing, uh, and instead observing the session while leaning on a crutch. And let's see. Kadarius Tony dressed for stretches. And where is the one that I was trying to lead you into your Bears? Khalil Mack isn't playing. That's what I'm trying to, yeah, likely to so sit out week eight. But on that real quick with my wonderful head coach, Mr. Matt Nagy, says on NFL Network, we're working through everything with Khalil. No decisions have been made, yet it has been reported that he is not going to be out. So if you fuck up and tell somebody that a player is going to be out, you can't walk back and backtrack the fact that you already fucking said it, you moron. But all that being said, I digress. Let me let me relax just a little bit because I am telling you right now, my friends, I called this at the beginning of the year. I called it at the beginning of the year. I said all this optimism, everybody losing their minds. We need to relax just a little bit. Now, you know me, I was beating the Justin Fields train as much as anybody else. I was also beating the train, and maybe we need to pull it back just a little bit, but also he needs to get in there and learn. Now, what I did not realize is that if he was going to go in there and learn, it was going to be an absolute clusterfuck of terrible play calls, voices in his helmet telling him shit that's going on on the field that's really not going on on the field. They're creating ghosts for him They're to see. They're creating ghosts for him to see. No protection on the offensive line. They're not giving guys who might potentially need to come in and make an emergency fucking start because we're dealing with a lot of injuries. They're not giving them practice reps. It's a joke. It's a joke and a half what's going on in Chicago right now. They're 3-4 and four and they should be fucking 0-7. It's ridiculous. It really is. And as a Bears fan... I sit here and I try and try and remain happy and let's keep going. Let's keep putting them on the tube. I honestly don't know how a fan can go to Soldier Field this week. And after all these announcements, all this shit. Now, mind you, Khalil Herbert now being put on the yeah. bench that Damian Williams yeah. is back. Dumb as shit. Ah, ah. Ridiculous. I don't know how you can go. He, he is third, third, third in running back yards in the last three weeks, only behind Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor. But he needs to go back on the bench for Damian Williams, who hasn't had a successful season since 2016. But that's that's okay. Neither here nor there. Um, I I don't know how you go and sit in the stands at Soldier Field and have any type of faith. I I sat I sat on the edge of my seat watching every offensive drive, and there was never a moment last week where I said, ah, I think we've got an opportunity to get in the end zone here. And I know it was against a good defense like the Bucks, but we have plenty of other good defenses that we are about to face here, my friends. And I don't want to say I'm off the boat for the year, but I'm going to say it. I'm off the boat for the year. We have no fucking shot. We're not going to do anything. We're not going to beat the Packers. There's no way we're going to do that. We'll be lucky if we squeak out the next game against the Vikings. Um, I, I don't see us beating the 49ers this week. The shit show that they are, and we I, I don't even see us being able to handle that. I There's no chemistry. There's no veteran leadership. 
and it is it's hurting me it's hurting me day by day boys and girls because you know how much i love my bears you know how much i fucking bear down left right and center but i can't be this hopeless romantic anymore because papa bear hallis is fucking turning in his grave watching this shit right now and mccaskey old georgie said it at the beginning of the year you know i'm not really a football guy what the <laughs> fuck do you own an NFL team for then, John? Sell the son of a bitch and get out. Because as fans, we're tired of watching you just use it as a cash cow and just bring in hopeless fucking talent, five foot six receivers that are never going to do shit, washed up receivers, and then watch us year after year after year after year because we have no talent, break quarterback after quarterback after quarterback after quarterback, and now you're about to break a man that I have been watching since he was... 15, 16 years old in Suwanee, Georgia. So, all that being said, I'm off the boat, kids. They're off of my main TV. I needed to get it off. You needed to know how I feel. There would needed to be a State of the Union of the Chicago Bears because we haven't had an opportunity to talk about it. We're missing the playoffs. We're missing everything. Yeah. It's, it's a full rebuild. I think we need to blow it up, keep Justin Fields built around them. I digress. I'm going to give myself a coronary. Yeah, I I won't jab you too much here, partner, because it is a I it's it's a head scratching situation even from my perspective. It's it, it's you know, at times it's fun to hate watch. At times it's, just, it's it, I'm just sick of hate watching. And it just makes me like for, to your to you to your team. It makes me hate watching the Packers that much more because <laughs> like the minimal like a little bit more talent that they go after mm -hmm. allows them to get those calls to get those additional like no pi there. That's just aggressive like. It just allows it to happen, and I watch the Packers do it, and I'm like, oh, my shit. And then we just second class once again. Right. And the Khalil Herberts, that, that, like, after all of this stuff, if you're trying to develop young players that appear to have, like, oh, this guy looks like the light at the end of the tunnel as far as maybe in two, three years when we hope to be really successful with Justin Fields and other guys on this roster, why wouldn't you try to put in Khalil Herbert over a guy that's already a veteran that if you were a potential playoff team, maybe you would do this move? Mm. But they're not. And yeah. I, like you said, as far as Khalil Herbert's statistics and what we've seen from him, I think he's just flat out better anyway. So I, I, the only, the last thing I'll say as far as bringing back what we did on our season preview for the Bears, where we kind of talked ourselves into a very similar situation. Almost, actually, we almost exactly predicted this type of situation was going to happen. And we were talking about Matt Nagy to be the first coach fired and we were talking ourselves into it and then we kind of pulled back like he's going to have so many different scapegoats as yep. far as yep. Andy Dalton the starter OB you know Andy Dalton not the starter yep. anymore and Bill Lazor oh I will hand over a play calling to Bill Lazor he's running out of uh, scapegoats and uh, if the 49ers come into Soldier Field and smack him in the mouth like another another team which I, I'm honestly expecting they've obviously had issues but I think yeah, the atmospheric river on uh, Monday didn't help anything. Jimmy, matters, yeah, but. and Jimmy G with uh, with a decent weather, I think we're gonna see. I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not saying he's gonna be amazing on Sunday, but I think he's gonna be a lot better, and he's gonna because I think he brings more stability when it's a, a better situation all around. And it without Khalil Mack, and I don't know what the status on the rest of the, their guys is, the Bears defensively, but. Not ideal. I think the Niners are going to win that game on um, Sunday. Last final bit. Matt Nagy said um, Monty and Fetty are not coming off IR today. Um, so they're out yet another week. And if you got Khalil Herbert, per Patrick Finley, if you got Khalil Herbert on your fantasy, you can roll with him Sunday. But last I heard, 
Damian Williams, now that he was healthy, was going to be getting elevated. So I have no idea what's going on. Who I'd knows what is split. what in I'd Chicago? Like it's and and I I honestly just don't foresee any smart decisions being made no. from here on Why out. Uh, I'm just. It's just like ah, what's gonna come up this week? What uh, what other non things hey, are we gonna get to talk hey, about now? Like we he's really encouraged. Laughing he's really encouraged by uh, you know, the chemistry and how you know the vibe. I don't want to be grouped in with Sirianni and the <laughs> Eagles. Like, come on, dude. This is just like, it is. Come on, man. It's, it's worse because Sirianni's at least like a little doofy, and you can kind of make fun of him. Maggie he's tries just, to be the smartest guy in the room, and he's, he's the not, dumbest every single not. time. And it's just like, oh my gosh! All right, enough, 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 enough. You know how I feel. I still love my Bears. I'm still gonna bear down every Sunday. If they win, <laughs> I'll jump for joy. But that was the most depressed. I'm gonna bear down on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, fucking me and old Tilly Bear. We fucking turn on Bear Down Chicago Bears, dance around the apartment just to watch a fucking thirty-eight to three beatdown. But like I said, man, and I, I, you know, you don't want to hear this, but like it's gotten to the point where it's beyond hate watching for me. I used to in the past. I would love watching them get their ass kicked thirty-eight to three, and. I changed it for the Lions Rams game. That yeah, different shit show. Yeah, I'd rather watch that shit show. Yeah, most definitely. All right, let's get off of that. Everything that being said, there's our rabbit holes. There's our nonsense for today. Oh my goodness, that was fun. Uh, good to get that off the uh, old chest. Share it with you guys how I'm feeling. Um, outside of that. College basketball, 13 days away. Uh, not next Tuesday, but the Tuesday after. It will be here. A uh, few TTL news updates. Uh, my UFC blog coming out again on Wednesday. We got, or not Wednesday, it is Wednesday. Coming out on Saturday. It is uh, UFC 267. Jan Blachowicz versus Glover Teixeira. Cannot wait to uh, dive deep into that entire card. There is nothing but scraps all night long. Live from Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wonderful Etihad. No, it's not Etihad there. It, uh, it's Fight Island. I don't know what they... Oh, yeah, Yas no Island, Yas Arena. I'm no not idea. sure what they call it. Island Either boys. way, Island Boy <laughs> with some Island Boy. I wish I, I did. Got, ah. I got to get some fucking shit sticking out. Island Boy. <laughs> um, all that being said, uh, our mags extra cheddar... We'll not have it this week because they play tomorrow on Thursday. Oh, cheat. We will not have no extra cheddar this week. So I'll probably have something else on Sunday. You know, you know, right about it tomorrow. Well, we'll be on the show giving out plays on tomorrow's show. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, again, it'd be a whole thing for you to write in the yeah. afternoon, huh? Well, not even that. Like, I whatever I would write, we would I would just give oh, out on the show it instead. Out. That's duh, what I'm saying. Duh. Hello. <laughs> I'll do some uh, different props or something on Sunday. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. Good thing I mentioned that. And we got that updated. Uh, wise words. Other pod. You don't know about it. I don't know why because we talk about it all the time. But wise words podcast, our other show is dropping the latest episode episode number eight here at 12 p.m central standard time so just about an hour and two minutes away from this here moment right now you will see it live on youtube first on the wise words podcast uh playlist and then it will be available on your favorite podcast directories hour or so after that maybe one two o'clock uh it takes a little while to get that stuff processed and my doggone converter i tweeted this out yesterday if anybody knows my mm. other converter has been taking forever to uh convert this uh video into audio if it's uh if there's an easier way i can do it i might i'm trying a different way today we'll see if it works but if anybody's got any tips hey drop them down for your boy i need some help here i'm just i'm a humble host i'm not no producer i'm just learning this stuff by the whim right. so there you go 
There you have it. Uh, Stay locked in for that. Hit that notification bell so you do not miss the drop at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Wise words. Episode number eight. Hit that subscribe button already. Uh, In addition, if you haven't already, is what I was trying to say there. Uh, Also on your favorite podcast directory. If you're listening along, you're not watching on YouTube. Send it on over to all of your degenerate pals. We want to help you cash tickets. Let us help you Help us help you. You help us. We scratch your back. You scratch you. You know how it works. Everything like that. And we get to the pay window and we all cash right. tickets and, and all of that. You know. So, that being said, one final reminder. Make sure you visit the Talk in the Line link tree in this episode's description. Or if you just want to go to talkintheline.com. But you'll find that there too in uh, the link tree. You also find all of our social platforms and our additional content. So, you can consume everything TTL however and whenever you please. That's about all I got. Any updates, announcements, anything else I missed, partner? I do believe we are all set to rock and roll, partner. All right. Well, then, if that's the case, one final segment of the day. Uh, This will be segment one, two, three, four, five, now six. How about that? Segment-filled days. We do say it on the the about talking the line. More segments than will make your head spin. Hey, that is what we say, huh? It is definitely uh, in the bio there. So uh, a lot of segments here today. So final segment of the day, one that I have never seen another show in our industry do, Hmm. but something that I will always promise to bring to you, but not in that old fake man manufactured way and the only way Colt 45 can so it's time for my motivation minutes now I was kind of uh I was kind of stumbling and fumbling and bumbling along what 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 am I going to talk about here today what am I going to talk about here today and then all of a sudden just as we were about to start recording and I was finishing up a couple things I just had this quote come to my mind i didn't find it anywhere I didn't look for it anywhere you can try and search it it is by yours Truly. And I looked over at Max and said, what do you think about that? I said, ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. So wanted to tell you my quote, new one I came up with, and a little bit of perspective behind that. So the quote is, don't live for what is, live for what is to come. Don't live for what is, live for what is to come. And what kind of got me started on this track is I was thinking back to... Um, the Monday night football game, Seahawks and Saints. And everybody's been making fun of Russell Wilson. Uh, and if you don't know, he goes out pregame and he runs a two-minute drill. And he does the pass, he does the handoffs, he gets back into the huddle, he calls it, or it's no huddle, he runs up to the line, he goes each hash, he does the whole thing, he visualizes the entire two-minute drill. And a lot of people make fun of him, or just a little, a little jab, whatever, this, that, and the third. Well, me being somebody who really appreciates visualization and the power that that can bring into your life, I see what he's really doing. And I suppose that's kind of what I mean by don't live for what is, live for what is to come. Because anything that you can put in your mind, anything that you can dream up, that you can see, that you can visualize and begin to believe will come into existence. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. I've talked about it before, but start small. Start small. You need anything. So it's just something super small. You need a new mouse. You need a new mouse for your computer. Start visualizing what that mouse will look for or look like, what it'll feel like in your hand, where it'll sit on your desk. Don't go out of your way to get it. Just continually 
speak it into existence, think about it, whatever the case might be, continually put it in your mind and put it into existence, live your life as if it's already sitting on your desk but it's not even there. And then when you're least expecting it, watch that exact moment come that that mouse just falls right in your lap. And I believe that's what Russ is doing. Instead of sitting on that bench and pouting and whining like he could be because he's not being the starting quarterback right now and has to see the Geno Smith for a little while, hashtag let Geno cook, he, <laughs> he is taking the opportunity to refine himself. Even though he can't grip a football, even though he can't really even run that fast or do much right now because of what's going on with his hand, he is still going through the motions. He is still, I'm here, I'm on game day, I'm going to be tapped in as possible because when I get this start back and I come in that moment, I do not want to be in two-minute drill, holy shit. He's already visualizing week eight, week nine, week 10, whenever he comes back. He's already visualizing that moment, and I guarantee you he is seeing the opposing team. He is thinking about their players, who is going to be the Mike Blitzer, what's going to happen. He's already thinking about that stuff. So... Again, don't live for what is, live for what is to come. And what I'll close with is that your plans are already laid out, my friends. Everything in your life, whatever is to come, it's already in the world. You just have to allow it to come to you. And I say it all the time too, but so oftentimes it happens that we live our lives in chains and never even know we have the key. And that can be something so simple that you're you're chasing after something that you care so much about and you're so blinded by the way you want to get it and the way you're going to do it and the way you're going to go about it. And if you just chilled the fuck out and let things happen, it would fall right in your lap. And that I can promise you too. Because it's happened time and time and time and time again. When we started the TTL newsletter on January 1st of this year, I wouldn't have thought that we would have had a daily YouTube show and wise words and, and talking with the guys that we get the opportunity and, and we are so blessed to have a chance to do. I would have never been able to see it. And maybe that's why they don't have crystal balls. Because I don't think we would believe it if we would honestly see it. And maybe... We would try and even control it even more to get to that spot because we wouldn't believe it. would be like, holy shit, I got to do everything in my power to possibly get to that because that just can't be real. There's no way. How many times have you got to that point and you said, this, this can't be real? <laughs> Let those moments happen. Don't fight it. Don't try and make everything fit into the way you want it to fit into. Let life happen. Things are coming for you. Good energy is flowing your way. Those goals, those dreams, those aspirations, those levels that you have set in your life, you're about to attain them. They're right there. The moment is coming. But you just have to set back for a minute. Keep visualizing what you got, what's on the horizon, what's coming. It's right there. Don't live for right here, right now. Don't get sucked into what I got to do everything I possibly can to get to that moment. It's already happened. It's already in your life. Start living your life as if you've already achieved it and watch it fall right in your lap. Don't live for what is. Live for what is to come. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Solid stuff as always, my man. Uh, yeah, he is getting a uh, pretty, I don't know if people are really like, I mean, maybe you've seen different. Is he getting clowned that hard about it? I know people are making fun of him, but. Who's that? Russell Wilson. 
Um, I mean, I don't know how much it's, it's the internet being the yeah. internet either yeah. way, but I don't think truly that the people that are saying stuff about it, they understand what he's doing right. and what that, that visualizing is doing for him and how powerful visualization is. I've used it time and time again in my life. And I just, I don't think people truly understand what he's doing out there. And I hope that kind of gave you some perspective. If you were kind of in the crowd of like, what the fuck is this more right. doing running a, a fake two minute right. drill? Like, is he just doing this for the cameras? Like, whatever you know and, and, and it's not yeah. at all and that's what is what you just said is because they've been i think two back-to-back primetime games yep. so people think that's why but it, yep. i mean that's what the immediately when he started being out so yep. i think he would do that no matter what and uh yeah because he's the kind of guy he and is. i think people are laughing at some stuff because he he'll like a fake high five teammates but if, if you're he, he's, Visualization. Exactly, so i'm not making fun of it i'm saying yeah. you know he, he's not a guy that's going to cut corners on it that's 150 yeah. percent exactly what does that mouse feel like in your hand? What does your teammate's hand feel like when you slap it? Who is that teammate that's coming up to you? What does he do after that? What's the next team? He's running through all that in his mind. There is a field. There is a full game going on in his mm-hmm. mind and what he can see. He's not seeing any of those cameras or any of those people yeah. out there. I guarantee you. He's seeing a full game. Because like you said, it would uh, definitely see some – I'm sure he'll still be rusty when he comes back, just physically. But as far as, yeah. like you said, if he's just sitting on the bench mentally. not doing – Yeah, mentally, 100%. Mentally is uh, because, hey, 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 perfect way to end it. You get the inside right, and the outside follows along. You might be a little bit rusty on the physical side of things, but as long as you keep the mentality – It'll all come running full circle, my friends. So you just believe that. And one final time, don't live for what is, live for what is to come. That officially, officially, does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Okay, looks like we got a uh, few late breaking announcements here. What do you got for us, partner? Rob Gronkowski is playing this Sunday versus the Saints. Has missed the last four games due to rib and lung injuries. He is good to go. Texans quarterback Tyrod Taylor slated to return to practice today and start his 21-day practice window. Should Taylor not suffer any setbacks and prove in practice that his leg is healed from that hamstring strain, uh, expect him to return and start Sunday against the Rams. Okay. I mean, we said it. Are the Texans just a cover machine with Tyrod? Damn. So he might start this Sunday. Possibly. Wow. Possibly. Well, and then also with Gronk, I I was kind of thinking that like if he showed up to practice for Wednesday, like he's typically a guy that oh, is, if he's practicing, yeah, he's typically a guy that's already like red zone Robbie G. He doesn't yeah. even watch any film yeah. for crying out loud. He'll show up on Friday and be good to go. So if he's showing up on 100%. Wednesday, he's gonna get the the motor revved up again. He's gonna yeah. get moving and grooving again, if you will. Ah, we'll see. Bucks might be unstoppable as all shit again, yeah. and then hey. You put Tyrod, covers in there, son. Tyrod covers, baby. Sign me up. Sign me up. I'm all about it with, uh, I'm all about the Texans with Tyrod behind him. But there you go. There you have it. Uh, nothing else that I really have for you guys here today. Covered every segment we possibly could have. We gave you best bets, picks, everything's in between. We gave you special plays. We gave you a parlay. We gave you the money line. The money line dice gave you their plays. Gave you my Chicago Bears rant, a little bit of updates, what's going on in the NBA, motivation minutes, of course, everything in between. I would say myself, partner, I don't know about you, we just achieved some pretty damn good vibes. I think so. I think the only thing we didn't really touch on is the World Series. That is the only thing we didn't, but uh, maybe we will at some point in time. uh, There you go. There's There's your World World Series touch. A la World Series. There you go. And uh, go Jock, go Jorge, former Cubs, the... 
the Chicago Braves yeah, there you are go. going to win the uh, World Series. That's what I'm feeling. Go Atlanta Bravos, Cubs, in my Chicago mind. Braves. The Atlanta Cubs, Chicago Braves, whatever way you want to look at it. Jack Peterson still using Anthony Rizzo's bat. Hashtag Cub for life, even though he is still in a Bronx Bomber uniform. Whew. Whew. I wrote about that a long time ago, that he was going to be a Cub and he was not going to be the one to go. That hurts. That hurts that I just said that again because I hadn't thought about that for a while because I kind of tapped out of baseball. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. really hurt. Mm-hmm. That just brought mm-hmm. the Bears even more full circle. Oh, it, it, it is it is a bad time. It is a bad time for my teams and my fandom right now. And in your Packers just gloating over there. Bulls booty are. Booty, Bulls and uh, Chicago basketball is holding the city up by, yeah. uh, by a well, thread. Well, by a thread is right because November might be an absolute shit show for the Chicago Bulls. But, hey, fingers, toes, everything hey, we can possibly getting, uh... cross, my hands, my arms, everything I can cross. We have yet. There hasn't been a real prove-it game yet, okay? That's all I'm saying. I still love the Bulls. I'm still seeing red. I still see red, okay? That's where we'll, that's where we'll leave it. All that being said, the city of Chicago will soon burn if we do not have a championship soon, my friends, because it is not getting any uh, not getting any brighter here in the Windy City. So, uh, oh, hey, hey, wait a minute. Chicago Sky just brought a championship. That's what I said. Chicago. I said I, stop myself. And said Chicago basketball is holding us up by a thread. Oh, I didn't see what Chicago mm. basketball. Okay, now I get what you were saying. I was about to say okay, Bulls, Chicago Sky. But Chicago hey, sorry, sorry, sorry. Chicago Sky just got it done. So hey, Bulls get it done too. We'll go from there. All right. Enough from me. Enough from you. Goodness gracious. Rabbit hole left, right, yeah, and know. central. Uh, all that being said. Make sure you stick around. Uh, go use the bathroom. Make sure you wash your hands. Then get yourself a little bit of lunch. Uncle COVID can be a son of a bitch. Make sure you wash them hands twice. Um, and then uh, come on back around the corner here for uh, Wise Words episode number eight, dropping at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on this YouTube channel. But for now, my friends, that's all I got. That's the show. Let's send you on our way, on your way, the only way we know how. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers, fans of the NFL Shield, fans of the NBA Shield, maybe also the MLB Shield, all of them in between every sport, betting on them and cashing tickets far and wide for myself and Mags. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by episode number 151 on this beautiful October 27th, 2021. We cannot tell you guys how much we appreciate it when you do. Each and every one of you, we see you. We are only going to keep making TTL Sports Media bigger and better and growing our network so we can take this here rocket ship to the moon. For now, on this here beautiful Wednesday... We hope you have a spectacular rest of your day. Unless you have any other plans, make sure you get those best bets locked in so you can stay right here with us at the end of every single show. Let's cash some tickets.